Welcome back to Pop Culture Failure, where we watch a thing from pop culture and then we talk about it. I am Scott. I'm Jake. And we had a poll on the internet and it told us what to do because we can't be trusted to make decisions on our own. Because that's how we watch the Inhumans. (laughs) It's true. I did make us do that. And the first one we did. Which was... Oh, turtles. turtles. But I also did make us watch My Hero Academia, which was pretty good. It's Yeah, it's fine. I know you don't like it that much, but I fucking love it. I mean, it. I didn't hate it. I just, I don't have any particular desire. Yeah, that's basically what I said. Just phrased differently. But I do like that when I see things on the internet, I at least have a vague understanding <laughs> of what I see. So that's nice. It's true. It has, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Gentrified the zeitgeist. What? You see MHA and a lot of different stuff. Or references to it. I think you just don't know what the word gentrified means. I mean, I I can use it correctly in context. I once saw a, a, a video on YouTube where somebody took characters from Super Smash Brothers and played out the scene where All Might punches Nobu a whole bunch. It was pretty cool. So Captain Falcon was, uh, was All Might. It doesn't help that I only know All Might's name also. <laughs> Who's that? That's my phone. Oh. It yells blah when I get texts. In your voice? No. Oh, it sounded like you. I was very confusing. I thought you were doing a ventriloquist thing. <laughs> nope. Uh, but yeah, we're watching Mighty Ducks. Uh, yeah. Not the, the animated not the, series. Yeah, not the movies. That's the Mighty Ducks. This is Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks the series. Yeah. With with real ducks from Puck World. From Puck World. Which is not to be confused with Duck World. From where uh, Howard the Duck is from. Correct, because Disney didn't own Howard the Duck yet at this point. Right, and unfortunately we don't get to see any duck titties like we do in Howard the Duck it's in the first the five first minutes. episode, Sky. <laughs> Anything could happen. That's fair. Well, we'll keep you posted, obviously. So this duck world seems to be completely separate from... Jake, what? it's Puck World. No, I mean like just this world of ducks. Yeah, this world of ducks. Sorry, uh, get it right. Seems to be completely separate from the other world of ducks that Disney has. Yes, correct. Yes, because there's a character in this whose name is Canard, but Darkwing Duck lives in Saint Canard, which is confusing to me, um, a little <laughs> bit. Um, well, I mean, like Saint Louis is named after a person. I bet. Oh yeah, I guess there is Saint Louis and a man named Louis. Right, Louis C.K. <laughs> Well, that one definitely wasn't a saint, but <laughs> no. Yeah. Um. Also, I think the Ducktales world and the Darkwing Duck world, which is the same world, right? Yes. I, which I, I, th- I know in the new canon can coincides with Tailspin and Rescue Rangers, but I'm not sure about the uh, OG Ducktales if that overlaps at right. all but it did have other anthropomorphized beings yes and this in this is, world it's purely ducks maybe chickens that's just the thing you hope it's something that was mentioned but it was in the te- text of a joke so maybe not and also we're getting way ahead of ourselves <laughs> i just want to know how this works with ducktales um i want to know who pitched this in the first place where they were like you know how People liked our kids' hockey movie, Mighty Ducks. What if we have alien ducks uh, with a gold mask fight dragons? Yeah, I don't... I, I That is a good question, how they got from A to B. <laughs> I, I just want to know the evolution of it. It is interesting. <laughs> Surely is. Uh, so the opening's pretty boss. There's a lot of early it's, yeah, CG, but it's, it doesn't look bad. It's definitely that... Uh, when, right after they learned how to mix CG and traditional animation together. Yeah. Spawn had just come out, so like, yeah, fuck yeah. So this is from 1996. I think Spawn was 95. And also Spawn is terrible. I don't know if you've ever seen it or seen it recently, but it is hot garbage. I have not. Um, a lot happens, and that guy, Emilio Estevez? No, that's not it. That's You're thinking of the Mighty Ducks, the movie. Yep. Too many things happening. Um, fuck, what's his John name? John Leguizamo? That's it. I was going to call him, uh, fuck, whatever his character's name was from Romeo and Juliet. Tybalt? I don't know. Yeah, he was in that. Um, I forgot. I have super lost my train of yeah, thought. Yeah, you really... Uh, I got... <laughs> really derailed Kevin Bacon did way off in a different direction. 
But the title of this episode's first face off, or yeah, the first face off. So this show started one month to the day before the Mighty Ducks three came out. So there were two Mighty Ducks movies out. Okay. So we what? had already learned the oh, yeah. the uh, the power of the knuckle puck, and they, I don't yes, see that come up and the up flying V. That's right. Which, unfortunately, doesn't come up in this episode. But if it doesn't in this series, I'm quitting the podcast. So, so we yeah, open up. Everyone's first two favorite Mighty Ducks had come out, and uh, we're about to have a third one. Yeah. Uh, so we open up, and there's a stadium in Anaheim, and there's a guy... Who gets out and he's got red hair and a bad attitude. And he gets hit with a newspaper on his way into this uh, stadium. It's hella windy. Yeah. And it, it's a newspaper what says, Mystery Ducks Foil Bank Heist. And there's a bunch of pic- or a picture of a bunch of ducks in silhouette. His name is Captain Cleghorn. Nice. Voiced by Dennis Franz of <laughs> NYPD Blue fame. <laughs> And there's also a photo of him in the paper being angry about the headline. So the it's going to be that kind of show. Look at all the words around it, though. There's no actual words. Was it, it just in Latin? No, it was just letters. Like oh. someone had smashed their hands against the keyboard. No. <laughs> Neat. Uh, so he goes in to watch the Ducks play. And the commentator uh, announces that maybe the Ducks will lose this time. And they're playing against the, uh, the Clams from Quahog, which is a family guy thing. Which, before it's time, is that does that exist in, I, in the I don't, world? That's a good question. Because the Kohad clams is definitely a Family Guy thing. Yes. Um, but I guess they're in the playoffs, and the Ducks are are they haven't lost because they're the main characters of a Disney franchise. <laughs> um, and I like the foam finger in the crowd because it also only has four fingers. And the commentator also announces that they know that these people are actually ducks. And not just named the Mighty Ducks. They are they are actual, literal ducks. They're not trying to hide it. Which is weird, because seeing as how the the newspaper's like, hey, these fucking mystery ducks foiled a bank heist, maybe it's the, the, the ones that look exactly like that, that you know of. Yeah. Clearly. Because they are, you know, major fran- sports franchise. Um, okay, so Quahog is a real place. Yes. In Rhode Island. Um, there seems to maybe be, no, there, there's no clams team from there. Okay. Um, there's a clams team from, uh, um, uh, Minnesota, but, um. It really sounded like you said clans. No clams. made me alert or with an, alarmed with an for an a moment. Yes. I think they just, maybe they just have, uh, clams in Quahog and so those two go together. I don't know. I mean, it's probably, where is it? Rhode Island? It's probably a fishing town. No, it's a fictional town. I don't, I lied. Where did you, how do you know these are from Quahog? Because he announces them oh, as he the says Quahog. Okay. The, the Quahawks, excuse me. Oh, well, Sky, that's why I'm looking up the wrong thing. Well, I heard Quahog because that was a place in Rhode Island where the family guy is. So this is your fault, not mine. Well, we didn't have the subtitles on when we watched it the first time. <laughs> There's still no Quahog clan. <laughs> so it's all a lie. Every part of this is a lie. The so- good news is... Sky and I still don't know what we're doing 3,000 episodes into this show. Woo! We get a, an introduction to everybody. This is nice because it gives the man... Like, there's not a forced reason for the man to say everyone's name and, like, introduce everyone. Like, he's just doing his job. Sure, but... I do appreciate that. If this is, like, this far in the season, everybody definitely already knows who does what. Uh, and to so be totally is... fair, it's this far into the game. <laughs> they were seconds from it ending and he's just <laughs> introducing everyone. Which is a little awkward, but that's fine. Um, so the Ducks win, because of course they do. And the policeman we saw earlier, uh, he grabs the the Ducks manager, who's, who's some guy named... with gross hair. Uh, sorry, uh, his name is uh, Phil Palmfeather. Oh. And he's voiced by Jim Belushi. Yeah. Case, uh, you know, that's the thing you wanted to know. Something I want to point out about this police station is it has two signs, and they are not symmetrical or identical is what I mean to say there. Uh, One says police, and the other says police. Their fonts don't match. I mean, the fonts kind of match. The size of the fonts don't match. Right, and they're different colors, which is weird. Uh, Also, why are there so many goddamn satellite dishes on this building? why does it have such an art deco (laughs) 
because of the success of Batman. Is that? I mean, I'm guessing I guess they're in Anaheim, right? Because they're the Mighty Ducks of Anaheim. Yes. So this is the Anaheim Police Station, Sky. Is that what I would assume we're so. led to believe? Okay, just checking. Were you equating Anaheim to Gotham just then? I don't know. I was just trying to okay. sort some things out. We're very early <laughs> in all this, trying to figure it out. There's no Zeppelins yet. Not yet. Um. So uh, the manager thinks that he's being Phil. Sure, taken up on charges of his of a parking ticket he never played because or paid because he was using a handicapped place because he's a dick. Um, and we get that. And then, but the policeman's like, nah. Leghorn. Um, I'm trying to teach you their name. Sure. Tell me about these ducks. Are they from another planet? And the manager says, no. Try another galaxy. Yes, it's another planet, though, you ass. It's a whole other galaxy where asteroids are the shape of hockey pucks. Yeah. Or frozen hamburgers. <laughs> they do look identical to frozen hamburgers. They make like a, a nice spiral that loosely coils around the the planet of of puck world and their leader of old is some sort of duck man who saved them from the dinosaurs or dragons i'm not sure which uh and nobody's sure if he's real or not yes and then we see the characters we just learned the names of well i didn't but the we as a audience did as it's the... it's still hard so the, it's nice that they go over them again yes because they're all just ducks and racist I mean, yeah, it's true. Racist, I guess. I mean, they they all kind of look alike, especially right no, now. No, they do. Which That's one's why which? Some of them have bandages on their beaks. Well, yeah, and like right now they're not dressed in what they're dressed in for the rest of the series, so that's also <laughs> a little confusing. Yeah, I don't and see then a there's just a golden mask, and there's just an extra guy that they didn't introduce us to earlier. His name's Canard. Yeah, but not and... the Saint Canard that Darkwing Duck lives in. That's right. He's a different duck. Yes. Uh, also, during the opening, it does show each of the characters and their name next to them, which is real nice. Yes. Um, the but they're yeah they're talking about the legendary duck whose name is Drake Duquesne. I don't know if that's a pun, but it feels like it is. I mean, Drake is obviously. Right. I don't know. What, I don't know that Duquesne is. But uh, he was. He had some sort of magical techno mask that would let him see invisible stuff, which it's gonna come up later. Don't you worry. They continue talking about the legend of Drake Duquesne, and uh, Canard tells uh, Whiplash, thank you, Wild Twing, how good he is at goalieing. This will come up later also. Um, and apparently, Canard is a team captain. I, so the whole planet loves hockey. Yes. Like it's their society, right? So much so that the ground is completely covered in ice so that you can only get around by ice skating. How did this world evolve? (laughs) How did the ducks become the dominant species on an ice planet? (laughs) And not like seals? Yeah, or polar bears. Um But meanwhile out in space, we got an angry dinosaur slash dragon man. Who's Tim Curry. Who is definitely Tim Curry, which is lovely to see. Um, this, I mean, if you stop and this has a like a cast like Tim Curry. It is a solid cast. Jim Belushi to a lesser extent. Well, yeah. uh, Dennis Franz was like at probably close to the peak of NYPD Blue at this yeah. point. Clancy like, Brown, who's well known in the voice acting community. Well, that's yeah, but that's different because he just he does voice acting. Like, yeah, it's he, like getting Jim Cummings. Yeah, and Frank Welker, or Tress McNeil. I'm no. sure Tress McNeil is actually probably in this, and I'm pretty sure Jim Welker is as well. well of course, they are. Um, but, uh, the evil dragon man announces that they're going to attack the planet and then a a whole shit ton of, of ships drop their cloaking device and go to attack the planet. And, uh, Jake and I agree the the design of the ships is pretty good. Yeah. Like not as a spaceship itself, it's very generic, but when they land, they turn into bipedal dinosaur monsters. Dinodillos. They do like armadillos, but also sort of dragony. And they got little tiny T-Rex arms that are guns. Uh, Tristan McNeil does show up. Of course she does. So does Jim Cummings. <laughs> of course. I mean, you got the Disney stable, so. Right. And Tress McNeil is just, like, the Rob only Paulson's lady who works. Like, if you got, if Tress McNeil ever decides to retire, there's going to be so much work for lady voice actors. <laughs> um, so as uh, Evil Dragon Man goes flying towards the puck world... Uh, we get introduced to his cronies. Uh, one of them's just a big man with a mask, and he's the, their strong guy. They got a chameleon 
who uh, does a uh, Groucho Marx impression. Okay, these are their these are their names. Lord Draganus, obviously, is He's... the big scary dragon. Sure. Uh, Siege is the is the pointy one. Sure. That's Clancy Brown. Chameleon is the chameleon's name. I remembered that one. Uh, he's his name is that's Frank Welker, and then Ra- uh, Wraith is the the, is dragon, the wizard, the spooky dragon. Dra- yeah. Or I who, keep saying dragon instead of wizard. Who is the? He's the guy. Uh, his name is t- uh, Tony J. He's the voice of Megabyte on reboot. Tony but, Ja, the the Asian uh, no, martial J- artist. No, Tony J. Right, that's the, what I said. Tony the Ja, the voice of the voice of Megabyte. Who uh, sounds a lot like Tim Curry. Yeah, he's discount Tim Curry if you can't get Tim Curry. But Tim Curry was in a lot of cartoons. So was uh, this guy. He's, well, yeah, he's but Frollo. It's because he's Frollo discount on, Tim Curry. Uh, I don't know if I would call him discount Tim Curry. He's probably he's around longer than him before him. He's old. Yeah, but Tim Curry was that guy on the, sh- the movie I don't like. Frankenstein. Stein. Rocky Horror. That's it. Yeah, they do have very similar voices and cadences. He's also uh, t- Tony J. Shere Khan in uh, Tailspin, so to add another layer to the uh, confusing Disney universe. <laughs> Indeed, this was a time when not everything was one big shared universe <laughs> like we're accustomed to now, and yeah. I can't let that go. I remember hearing uh, the guy what does Leonardo's voice do a voice in Tailspin. I was like, what? But he was a bad guy. I was real <laughs> fucked up about it. I was like, Leonardo can't be a bad guy. Really fucked up about it. At this point in time, the only shared universe we had was uh, the Clerks universe and Mallrats. And James Bond? Well, that's just a set of movies, though. Right, that's but it's a different thing. guy. I guess so. <laughs> but anyway, the the dinosaurs or dragons, I, I'm not sure which. Uh, I mean, his have... name is Lord Dragantus. Draganus. Dragantus. Keep saying it Dragonus. until it makes sense. Dragonus. I think uh, It could just be a play on Giant, though. I don't think Gigantics. so. Gigantics. But the evil armadillos take over Duck World. And uh, the ducks get, like, rounded up and probably enslaved. I don't really... They don't really address what they're gonna do with the ducks. It says they add them to their troops or their... Uh, I don't know. What, what, meanwhile, the cop gets a delivery... <laughs> Of hot dogs from the hot dog wagon, and then we'll find out what happens to the ducks. Yeah, because there's an act break. Yeah. The weirdest part about all of this is that the policeman, uh, Clayhorn, his drink is in the bag with the fries and hamburger. That is odd. Also, the hamburger on the bag itself has, like, a straw in it. It's probably just one of those weird things that you only see in cartoons where it's an olive on a stick stuck into a sandwich. Okay, so it says he put the ducks to work to expand his operation to the whole galaxy. So enslaved. Yes. So we see a line of ducks, and they're being led to where the labor camp, I I assume. And uh, Qu- Quickdraw and Nosediver in there. I can't his remember name his name. is Wildwing. <laughs> Thank you. Wildwing Flashbang or something. Right. They're all just walking with their hands behind their backs. You don't see any actual restraints. They're just being polite. Until Wildwing and Nosedive just stop and, and go into an alley and, and no they one just, notices or cares. Like, their hands are just not tied together anymore. Yeah, they're just politely holding their hands behind their backs. As you would in a slave line. Yeah. Uh, but Kennard pops up and he's apparently a leader in the resistance because his hockey skills and team captainhood made him valuable to the military. Uh, and he found the golden mask of Drake Duquesne. And in a place called Twin Peaks, which is a whole nother reference to a thing that Twin Beaks. Wait, is it it's was it reference. Twin Beaks? Yes. Oh, I I just heard Twin Peaks, but it's still a reference to the same thing, and uh, it's not a thing I don't think Sky or I have nope. any knowledge of. I mean, the only knowledge I have is, is it that it exists, Simpsons? and oh. that it <laughs> they showed a bit of it on the Simpsons. So, uh, Wild Wing demands that his brother had also get led into the resistance because yeah, they... Kennard was just gonna leave him to be a slave <laughs> right and then we get reintroduced to the team i uh, i know this is stupid but i really appreciate it because it really helps us remember who's who yeah also this is the premiere so if you yeah. missed the beginning like you may have as a kid on a saturday you're like oh okay so this is who does what and you get to see them in the real costumes yeah. and there's a duck named duck or what is it duke duke, 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 duke Lorange. 
and he's got a, a magic sword, so he's obviously my favorite. Yeah, he's got a very gambity vibe, I think. Well, he's missing an eye, and, and he swings around like he's, he's fucking pink. Errol Flynn. And there's a uh, one in purple. Her name's I want to call Tanya. her Daisy, but it's I know Tanya. that's wrong. I don't know why Daisy comes to it's mind. Because she's a different duck. Sure. But there's she's too the many sci- Disney ducks. She's got a plugged up nose voice and glasses, she's the nerd. so we know she's the smart one. And then our bruiser is Brad Garrett, and his he, name is Grin. Sure. And he's not the angry guy you'd expect him to be. He's actually super mellow, but he'll fuck your shit right up. Yeah, and you forgot about Mallory at the beginning. She's the weapons expert. She's the foxy one. Right, and she'll kick your ass apart. Yeah. We saw her kick apart several robots, yeah. so. Uh, so the ducks, as we know it, hid one, I don't know, duck cruiser. It's called the Arrow Wing. Sure. Are you not watching the same show I am? <laughs> You're not even making an effort. So they fly the Millennium Duck, and uh. they're gonna find... Um, Lord Dragantis, was that his name? Yes. Um, and there are twenty-five more of these, and somewhere around twenty-three, you'll learn everyone's name. Yeah, I got one. Um, <laughs> so he puts on the golden mask, and he sees that the, the Canard does. Yeah, he sees that uh, Dragantis has a tower somewhere, and there's a, a a field of invisibility, and that they can just fly into it. It's also not a force field. Yeah, it's just invisibility. So. There's a, I mean, a chance they could have just slammed into that building. Yeah, a pretty good one. I mean, at this point, the world is contr- like under the control of Gigantis, and they're probably closely monitoring flight patterns. But it seems like they don't have to do that because if it's just Kennard and his team of four other people, it's not a lot to worry about. <laughs> I guess it's five other people. It's just, I think it's six now. Well, with uh, the kid, I think it's seven. There's Kennard, Wildwing, Nosedive, Grin, Mallory, uh, Low Orange, and Tanya. There's seven, yeah. So his team of six, six other people, I thought, is what you meant. Yeah. But, like, that's the whole resistance. One missile will take down the entire resistance. <laughs> but nobody worried about it. Nobody paid attention, so they get right in. I, I mean, I'm, maybe they just don't know that there's a resistance yet. I mean, that's true. The The slaves themselves were like, I don't think there's existence, or the resistance exists. There's no resistance existence. So the Millennium Duck, duck lands, and everybody but uh, Nosedive goes in because they want... Like, he wasn't part of the deal in the first place until uh, Wildwing demanded it, so they decided to just leave him behind. He's got to guard the ship. Which is what you tell the person you're just leaving behind. Right. So the ducks go in, everything is weird, and their guns are oblong. We don't see the guns that they have fire yet, but they shoot pucks, in case you were wondering. Well, it was 96, you couldn't just shoot bullets into things yet. That's right. Not like now. You had to make a gun not look like a gun, or you couldn't use a gun. Instead of using the science lady to hack into the door to open it, they used the, the strong one to shove them open. To be fair, it works. I guess it does, but it made a lot of noise, and they probably could have just beep-boop their way in there. She's got to go in there and beep boop some other things. Not really. Um, the two ladies on the team go in to set explosives. Um, the one of them, Mallory? Yes. Um, doesn't do technology well. Which we learn later. Right. That she is straight up stupid. Right. Meanwhile, because of his awesome goalie skills, Wildwing has been volunteered by Kennard <laughs> to lure out the big dragon man. Uh, as bait, as delicious duck bait. Yeah. Which he can block anything he throws at him. Right. Which isn't great when it's dragon magic. Yeah. Or bullets. Or bullets, yeah. I mean, he's wearing his, his duck armor now, which will provide some protection, I'm sure. But his face, his whole face is exposed. And also, getting hit isn't the plan, and you probably should have ran that by him before you got him in a situation where that was the only option. I mean, I guess that's why you go get a slave, because they're expendable if you're gonna, uh, <laughs> you know, sacrifice someone like this. Yeah, I guess. Um, if, I guess Wildwing says, I guess. So We're he... already here. <laughs> Fuck it, it's this or die anyway, so... So he goes running to go find the dragon man, and the others are gonna give him a head start, so he can lure him into a place, but then doors shut. And they've been found out. Duke L'Orange has a ponytail. He does. Uh, 
like a big floofy front of his hair down to a little ponytail. Uh, mullet, I think is what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> he has a mullet. Uh, so the, the goons of Lord Gigantis pop up. What was it? Not Sage. Yeah, uh, Strife? Strife. That sounds right. And Chameleon, uh, Chameleon. and uh, Wizard. To keep looking up their name. <laughs> <laughs> Make some flashcards. It's not a bad idea. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Wildwing finds a bunch of robots and he blows them up. His gauntlets also shoot pucks that are blue energy pucks, I guess. He causes a big ruckus, and sure enough, Lord Gigantis comes out wearing his awesome purple robe, and he turns himself invisible. And instead of uh, just shooting where he was, Wildwing waits until uh, Gigantis comes over and grabs him. Because no sense of self-preservation. Yeah, I guess shooting where he was is a good idea. Uh, also, I mean, he was expecting the other guys to pop out and shoot, but the only one that would have been able to hit him is Canard, because he has this the see-through mask, the mask of true sight. Gigantis has a really gross, uh, squiggly, crack thumbnail yeah. on both hands. And also the face of uh, Puff the Magic Dragon. Uh, Got a big old underbite? No, not Puff the... Uh, Pete's Dragon. Are those different? Yes. Okay. Puff the Magic Dragon is a song. Okay. Pete's Dragon is a, a movie about a kid who finds a dragon. I see. That is a Disney movie, so yes, it has a similar vibe. I did not know those were different. Oh, yeah. I assumed they were synonymous. The dragon's name is not Pete, though. I don't know what the dragon's name is in that. Could I think be it's Puff. <laughs> that's what the dragon says in the movie. Yeah, that's his name. He just he he's a Pokemon. He can only say his name, and it's. I suppose that dragon's name is. Well, I'm gonna find. I out. thought it was Puff, but apparently I'm wrong. It's probably Mary Jane. You know, oh. for Puffin with the magic dragon, cause of cause of drugs and the drug jokes. You calm down, Sky. You calm down. Oh, his name's Elliot. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, I think I knew that too, but it was not in my head because you blew my whole mind with it not being Puff the magic dragon. <laughs> Um, meanwhile, <laughs> this dragon, uh, cackles in the face of Wildwing, and Wildwing does nothing to free himself or even fight back in any way, like putting his gauntlet in the open mouth in front of him and exploding that dragon's head. So we have an act break, and when we come back, uh, the detective pulls a bunch of donuts out of a file cabinet. Uncovered donuts? I'm not real sure how long they've been there. Yeah, they're not appetizing looking. But cops love donuts. They do. Because they're pigs. I mean, everybody loves donuts. This guy's but... <laughs> taking a stand. Uh, so, Gigantis wants to do a James Bond villain trap, and he ties Wildwing to a floating pillar that will drop down into a disintegration beam. Or ray, I guess. Not sure why he just didn't push him down there. This is more dramatic. True, but he also just leaves. Look at that man's costume. Like, he's definitely in it for the dramatics. <laughs> it's true. It's got a... F- like a little front cape on each part. Vestiments, I think. I don't know. Uh, meanwhile, Nosedive gets bored in the ship, so he decides he's going to get it flying to help. Um, but he starts pressing buttons, and because he's bad at it, he activates the windshield wiper, which is actually a decent gag. Yeah. But uh, we jump back inside, and uh, Mallory and Techno Duck. Tanya. Tanya. Um, are planting two explosives. Tanya says, flip the toggle, and instead Mallory pushes a button. There's a toggle and a button. That's it. There's a switch and a button. Yep. She and a she 50... doesn't know which one's which. 50% chance of getting it wrong. She and is she does and gives... stupid. <laughs> and she gives them roughly 30 seconds to, to run away from a fiery explosion. She says, what's the difference? And Tanya says, about nine minutes of escape time. Which is also a pretty good gag. And also, well, what a weird explosive that the button sets a 30 second timer and the switch sets a 9 minute timer. Well, you, you press the switch and you you scroll through numbers until you get to 9 minutes. Oh, is that it? She gave bad extru- instructions. It's not just Mallory's fault. It's entirely Mallory's fault for not knowing what a fucking switch is. Like, you're not wrong. It's Mallory's parents' fault. <laughs> So the the ducks are fighting the henchmen. Uh, Duck Lange faces off against Wizard Duck, who's got a flaming sword. 
A real little flaming sword, but... Yeah, but he does get a good swipe across the yeah. chest. And Chameleon turns into a buff troll and punches out Canard. Uh, because for some reason, that's not the form you would just keep naturally. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Grim? Grin? Grin. Grin picks up Siege and knocks everybody down like bowling pins. Um, and uh, Lord Gigantis is like, hey, shit's exploding. You better get here or I'm leaving your ass. Chameleon has real strong um, Toad in X-Men Evolution vibes, I feel. Yes. Though more versatile in that he can be useful instead <laughs> of just vomiting stuff. on people's faces or whatever. <laughs> so the the dragon team is leaving. Um, and the ducks are like, well, we're going to die here. They go to collect Wildwing because they knew he was somewhere and they were able to find him <laughs> before he got disintegrated, which is nice. Yeah. Just barely, but... Yeah, Duck Lorange uh, shoots up a, a grapple cable and pulls his sword. His sword collapses and goes on his shoulder, which is a weird place to keep it. Also, why would he pull his sword out for that move? <laughs> to cut the energy bonds. <laughs> also, it's way more dramatic. Oh. If you swing from a thing holding a sword... It looks cool as fuck, It yes. sure does. It gives you that strong Errol Flynn energy. <laughs> so, uh, the building starts to explode... And the the Quinduck is missing, so Kennard yells at Wildwing, but it turns out it was fine. Nosedive just, like, figured out how to fly it and not just turn on a single button. And now he's the pilot! Yay! Good for him, I guess. Because <laughs> Kennard flew them there, right? I think Or was so? he navigating? I forget who was flying. I don't know. I, Tanya, maybe? She's smart. She's the smart one. You're not wrong. Hopefully but, not Mallory. She's probably just pushing buttons. Yeah, she rips the stick right out of it. Good thing she's hot. Yeah. With those red feathers. Mm, something about red feathered girls. Um, so the dragon decides to skip the dimension? And he rips open a portal for some reason. Yeah, and the ducks are like, hey, he only took four guys with him. We could probably knock him out of the sky and murder him. So everybody flies in after him. Yeah, the, the airplane... Seems to not have any weapons, right? The Millennium Duck, Jake. You can't, you can't remember the name of no, the thing? No, I can't because you called it so many different things. <laughs> the Quinn Duck. The airplane that they're in. The space plane. Uh, whatever. It doesn't have any guns, I guess seemingly. It's the important thing. Yeah. Well, it was the only one left. They probably left it. They didn't explode it because it didn't have guns. I guess so. So the dragon does the most logical thing and uh, shits out an electromagnetic worm. To disrupt all the sensors and like and, you'll do and knock them out of the space tube they're in, they're like it opened up a wormhole and I guess Gigantus intended to go to Earth, even though he was he won the war and left all of his minions, well his armies behind his took, dino dillos. He took three minions with him, which is weird. One of them's a wizard, so it's fine. <laughs> I guess that's fair. Um, How many shows have we done where the drag where dragons are the bad guys? <laughs> All of Off them? the top of my head, two. There's probably another one. I mean, uh, I guess in Tirnano, uh, Dragantis was the good guy. Yeah, but there were also a bevy of evil dragons. Yeah. But uh, Smart Glasses, Val? Nope. That's not it. Tanya. Tanya. Val. <laughs> She looks like a you, Valerie. You know all the names except the ones that you should know. <laughs> uh, she says that the electromagnetic worm is eating matter, so if we dis- you know, jettison something, it might I guess, might work. I guess they gotta I guess. feed it to make it full. So naturally, Kennard's like, I'm gonna go commit suicide. You guys got this, right? Well, they say everything's bolted down. What could they possibly throw out? Right. <laughs> but instead of anything else he's just like yeah i'm gonna go out and punch that electric worm here Wildwing, you take the gold mask and before he gets to really make a decision the worm does grab him and pull him out <laughs> yeah um Wildwing struggles valiantly to keep a hold of him but all he ends up with is the mask shoot the worm with your arm shooties yeah because C- grim comes over and helps but not well enough and then we see this duck get like exploded slash teleported slash my guess is he comes back later i'm sure he does but we didn't see any blood so 
well, we never will. I mean, we saw Duck Lorange get slashed in the face with, fu- I guess it could have been cauterized. Yeah. But they shut the door and everything's fine? Um, Seemingly. Cause I guess it just needed to eat a duck. Um, and <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta eat a duck. <laughs> Gigantis has made it all the way through. And uh, they're like, yeah, he, he, he made it through. And Wildwing says, and that's where we're going. It's like, was there an option to turn around and go back home? I guess so. I guess the leader's gone. You probably could have liberated your planet. Yeah. Pretty easily. Um, but they don't. They go to Earth and we see they a go sign. They Anaheim. And they see a sign that says the Mighty Frogs. Going to Disney World. So that was the, f- the first face-off part one. That's right. We got a lot of introduction, which is nice. Yes. I picked up a few names. I got some of them down. <laughs> More I can't than remember me. what the plane is called. The Quinn Duck. Shut up, Sky. The Millennium Duck. Slap you. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it either. I yeah. this is much better than I expected. Yes. Uh, do you have a history with this show? Like, do you remember watching this? Yes. Okay. I remember enjoying it at the time. I feel like someone had like Happy Meal toys of the Mighty Ducks. Is that, that correct? Sounds right. Um, as I think I recall being really into that. And were there action figures of this? I feel like there were. I don't think I had, or maybe I had one or two. I know I didn't, but I do remember seeing the Duck Larange. Yeah, and uh, as you know, and maybe our our listeners don't, I have a a long history with it. Really enjoying the iconography of a. <laughs> Uh, hockey mask in the shape of a mighty duck. Um, I wore my mighty, my best mighty ducks uh, sweatshirt to Sky's house today yep. to record this, and next week I'll wear my mighty ducks jersey. I also uh, share that love of the, the the symbol that the ducks have. If Sky you just remember, doesn't have any grown up clothes. It's true. I do have my old starter jacket that I wore in fourth grade. Um, my little brother had a Miami Dolphins. My sister wore a Chicago Blackhawks, and I had a the Mighty Ducks. You got lucky. I had I, my starter jacket was the Chicago Bears. <laughs> um, you got the good one. Yeah, I did. I did have that uh, Mighty Ducks starter jacket that was too small for me that I bought at the second hand store. For That's a long right. Time. <laughs> that was I bought that as an adult. There's also a picture of me on picture day in like third grade wearing a hoodie very similar to this one. <laughs> Um, that was my Mighty Ducks hoodie from back then. So I'm sure I probably really love this show more than I even remember. Yeah. Um, I know I did an OC that was probably exactly the same thing as, uh, Wild Wing, but (laughs) the, the hockey stick probably turned into a sword or something. Everything you like turns to a sword. Yeah. That's why I like it. Uh, but yeah, you know, this show's not terrible so far. I mean, it's the designs. Saturday morning cartoons. It's so. very much of its time, uh, but the designs are pretty good. Yeah. The acting's not bad. I do the have story a... doesn't make sense, but of course it doesn't. They're ducks. I do have a question from Sky. Puck World. Which one's the hottest one? Uh, that'd be Grin. He looks like he gives great hugs and would listen. <laughs> he, he's he's gentle giant. Yeah, that's his deal. Yeah, I mean Wild Wings got a good physique, but I think Grin has the better personality, or the 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 red haired duck red feathered duck the dumb one yeah she's uninhibited because she's stupid right you'd really get in in there and she'd show you teach you some things <laughs> if need be she could kick apart my tv or whatever yeah um <laughs> so Jake, how many thumbs does grin have on this picture just the one i think his other hand is underneath it is that his thumb on the top i may maybe that's how i choose to interpret it it's very confusing yeah. Uh what was the most terrific part? Uh the part with the ducks. Um ooh, I've uh I think the most terrific part, Sky, I figured out an answer. It's good. <laughs> is is how um thorough they were about introducing us to each character. That is nice. Um a lot of the time in a lot of these shows we've watched, obviously we knew the turtles. Um because, <laughs> you know, they were a cultural phenomenon for so long yeah but then there were a lot of other characters and stuff true adding. and like with inhumans i don't know if we knew their names for a very long time and with mystic knights of tierno i think we were in episode 30 before we learned uh Kanaher's name oh for sure i don't think they ever said it until like 28 or whatever <laughs> it's it's nice of them to just repeatedly tell us who everyone is 
Like a Silver Age comic book. Yeah. Thank you. I need that. It is helpful. Uh, I'm going to... I think the entire concept of Puck World is pretty terrific. How yeah. it's a, a world covered in ice that has hockey puck shaped fucking asteroids. It's very on brand. The dominant species is ducks and they learned how to make ice skates that and fashion that's virtually identical to human fashion and uh, ice. They're, I mean, technically, they're more technologically advanced than us, you know, because they got spaceships and stuff. I guess that's true. Spaceships and that c- can go in more than one direction. Yeah. That not just, just up and then hope. <laughs> hope we'll try and your catch way back down. Later. Yeah. I mean, we'll splash it down in the ocean. It's mostly ocean, so we should be all right. Uh, and plus, they got guns that shoot hockey pucks. Hell so yeah, what they else do. Could you need and gauntlets? I don't know why they all don't have gauntlets that do that. It seems well, like it'd be a better some of plan. Them need to have a sword on their shoulder. Well, yeah, I get that, but you can have the gauntlet that shoots hockey pucks and also the sword. He's busy wearing his uh, like one onesie <laughs> situation. He doesn't have gauntlets. Just, I mean, he got he had that grapple arm gauntlet thing i guess that's true i don't know what's going on yet it just i just feel like they could be better equipped. i here's what i hope that there's a christmas episode <laughs> and we find out about christmas on puck world i know there's a pulp fiction episode so jake who is the most likable or, ter- or uh effective character <laughs> uh i suppose in this one it's got to be jim belushi because <laughs> he knows the whole story and that's really what this episode is about is teaching us the origins of the Mighty Ducks. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. Clegghorn wants to know what what's to do with these ducks, and Jim Belushi, he gets it done. I mean, I guess he doesn't fully get it done, because there's still a whole second part. Right. But he's getting, he's getting there. It also feels weird that they didn't put out a press release um, saying, hey, here are these fucking alien ducks. Ain't nothing in the rules that say that they can't play professional hockey. <laughs> yeah, it's a real, real... Uh... This inspired Airbud is yeah, what I'm saying. Say, it's a real Airbud situation. Where there's nothing in the rules says you can't be an alien duck. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it to Nosedive because he saved them. He did do a good job. I mean, other than Mallory, no one did a particularly bad job. That's true. Like, even the villains were pretty competent. Yeah, Mallory was full-blown incompetent, but she's hot, so it's okay. Because she doesn't know what a switch and a button are. <laughs> yeah. Which is dumb. You're a dumb. You're a yes, dumb you duck. are a dumb. That's what I said. She is a dumb, Damn it, dumb Earl. duck. Uh, yeah, at least she's pretty. Anyway, what'd you do for a pop culture palate cleanse? Well, Sky, it's been uh, quite some time since you forced me to watch Battleship, and we struggled through recording Battleship. Like three weeks? Podcast. Two weeks. Okay. Uh, well. Yeah, the microphones didn't die at any point during this one. That's good. Yeah. They didn't die in the first half an hour of the other one either. That's but. fair. <laughs> um, I, we, we, it's Halloween time, so we've been watching spooky stuff, Sky. Sure. Like we, the Haunted Mask. The Haunted Mask 2. <laughs> well, no, not yet. Uh, we watched The Witches, though. You remember that movie from 1990 with Angela The one? Yeah, they're remaking it. And uh, I was like, I haven't seen that original one in a long time. So Katie and I watched that. Them Witches masks are pretty grotesque. It's it's a little gross, yeah. I wouldn't say it's scary. It's more gross than anything. But it's good. I liked it. It's on Netflix. You should check it out. It's like an hour and 15 minutes long or something. It's not bad. I think in fifth grade we watched it, and they made us do a comparison, and we had to, like, write a list of what was different. Just a list. Not even, like, a proper paper. Right. Well, I think we had to use that list to write a paper. Oh, okay. But I remember just meticulously writing shit down as we watched, like, how the grandma smoked long black cigars in the book, and she smoked short brown ones in the movie. Or vice versa. I don't know. It was stupid inane bullshit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what school is until they're done with you. And then it's other stupid inane bullshit. Right. But more expensive. Yeah. Um, So that's good. I highly recommend. Uh, Then we watched Hubie Halloween, uh, which is not terrible for uh, an Adam Sandler Netflix movie. It has. uh, What's your context for that? um, I had no desire to watch any of the other ones. And this one looked just silly (laughs) enough that. Uh, I wanted to. So you didn't watch Uncut Gems or... Uncut the, Gems is not an Adam Sandler Netflix The movie. two with uh, with Jennifer Aniston. No, I did not watch and either And the new one with Drew Barrymore. So the, so the uh, Ridiculous Six, the Rotten Tomatoes score on that is zero. And it's 51 on Hubie Halloween, so that's like way better <laughs> if you look at it that way. 
Also, if you go into it just knowing it's a stupid, silly movie about a guy who likes Halloween, it's fine. True. You, you date it. Yeah, I would. Uh, and we're going to figure out some I sort watched of... the trailer and it made me angry, so I was like, I'm going to not. I mean, I don't just get angry at movies <laughs> for being silly. But uh, we're going to figure out something wh- where, as a reward, we can make Sky watch all of the Netflix Adam Sandler movies in one day Ugh. and watch him go mad. Just sink into insanity there's five of them i looked it up that's too many so we'll have just awful yeah it'll be great awful day we'll have a good day we'll get arby's in the middle (laughs) (laughs) all right uh and also i watched we watched scream one the first scream the the one you like i like all of them uh they get progressively less uh popular as they go on scream four is bad it's it's no worse than any of the other ones. Sky just uh, no, a it's, grump. it's bad. Uh, I do like that they killed that guy. It's all of it. <laughs> the guy the I don't point. like. Uh, well, he's an alleged rapist. Oh, Anthony Anderson. That one. Um, I haven't seen it since 2011 when it actually came out. So uh, me too. I don't remember most of it. I remember him getting stabbed in the frontal lobe where all of the important stuff is. Sky. And he was able to take several steps and also yell, fuck Bruce Willis. Sky. Yeah. I haven't watched it again yet. Don't ruin it. <laughs> Gosh. It was bad. What did you do for a pop culture palette going, Sky? Well, as you mentioned, it is spooky times, but I've been watching a lot of horror movies because I hate them and I want to try and like them and it's hard. Um, today, you don't have to like them. I know, but there's so many of them because they're so you easy to produce. You sit here and make fun of me for the things I'm watching, and then you're just like, I watched all this terrible stuff that I hate. Yeah, that's my thing, though. Just sitting here self-loathing because you hate the thing you're doing? Yeah. There's so many things you know you like. Just watch <laughs> just watch Seinfeld again. That's what I do all the time. I don't actually like Seinfeld that much. Well, it's wonderful, and you're wrong. Yeah. I'll fight you on it's that fine. one. You can hate Hubie Halloween all you want. <laughs> I think I just watched too much of it, and I just, I'm oh, good. Okay, that I can understand. Uh, I know yeah. I enjoyed it at some point, but now I'm just like, I... That no. is why the idea of watching Parks and Rec uh, at the moment makes me feel ill. <laughs> yeah. I just did too many Parks and Recs. Uh, but I watched the new Chucky with Aubrey Plaza. Oh, and, how was that? And some kid whose name I never got. Chucky is his name. No, the, like her son. Chucky. Chucky's, Chucky's the little robot baby. Yeah, isn't he... No, I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the it's uh, Buddy with an I at the end with uh, a Wi-Fi symbol above it. It's it's fine. Um, I don't find it particularly spooky, so I don't think you'd be spooked out by it. Um, it's a pretty standard. This is Doll's Alive story. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, how many ways can you do that? Yeah. Uh, it 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 does cut the face off a guy. Um. Using a rototiller and a knife, um, it was fine. It it very much has a fucking millennials vibe to it sometimes because <laughs> there's a literal line where it's like these goddamn millennials, and they were kids who were like fourteen who aren't millennials. Well, people don't understand that. I know, but whatever. Aubrey Plaza does. I'm sure. I, she... I was gonna. Say, I think Aubrey Plaza is a millennial. Yeah, she's not that much. She's probably our age. If not younger. Yeah. But she does play a single mom and like the way that she acts uh with her the guy play, or the child playing her son. Aubrey has Plaza a, is, is thirty six years old. She's older than us. She but um barely. has more of a sister feel, so it's weird when he calls her mom. I don't know. It it was fine. I can tell you this, I'm never gonna watch it. That's fine. Um they do there there is a practical chucky and there's also a cg one and the difference between the two is <laughs> extreme um because the one moves like a little tiny robot doll and the other one has full range of mo- movements and stuff but overall pretty good if it's free i'd say watch it <laughs> and other stuff like inktober and october which are the same thing to me um and the Animorphs graphic novel came out in case you guys didn't see my tweet about it. I was going to say, in case anyone listening to this doesn't follow you on Twitter and right. it's all you talked about for days. Well, it, it's everything I wanted. Um, but yeah, that's... It is not everything it could be because there is no little flipbook in the corner of people <laughs> morphing. It's true. What's even the point? 
There's none points. Damn it. Um, but yeah, that was, uh, that was pretty much it. Uh, I think that'll probably do it for this week. Thank you guys very much for joining us in, as we delve into another weird series that actually looks like it's going to be pretty good, but this is just episode one, so yeah, we'll and see I, how it goes. I don't know the level of pop culture failureiness of this. Like, I think it w- wasn't well, a failure, but it wasn't a huge success. It just existed and then didn't exist anymore. Yeah, it definitely just petered out because, for one thing, it's definitely not writing the coattails of the movie, <laughs> right. uh, aside from the name. Especially on the like by the third one. like No one's favorite Mighty Ducks movie is the third one. Right. Because um, like, here's the similarities between the two. Hockey. Mighty Ducks. Uh, I mean, that little goalie mask is on their uniform and the other uniform. Yeah. I think there's a DUI situation in this one, just like in the first movie. <laughs> but there is only 26 episodes, so it doesn't even make it to syndication. But it's pretty okay so far, so that'll be fun. Um, 26 minutes in. It's all right. <laughs> uh, but thank you guys very much for listening. Uh, if you want to follow the show, you can at fail pop culture with no E at the end. If you want to email us, you can at popculturefailure at com. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And we will see you guys next week with the next, uh, the thrilling conclusion of the first face-off, part two. Yes. They changed the name. It's 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 part one, it's part two. But you get it. It should be the second face-off. That's what I thought. But I guess it's still the same face-off? I guess so. But not really, because it got over. Whose face do you think they switch? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it looks like Wild Wing takes off that mask sometimes. (laughs) Well, Kennard gave it to him. So he could be the goalie? Yeah. And see through stuff? Yeah. You think that a magical mask would be illegal? Well, I mean, all it does is let him see invisible stuff. Yeah, and what if one of the other players is invisible? Well, they're playing against regular-ass humans. For now. (laughs) We didn't get a second season. Worthless regular humans. (laughs) Non-ducks. These ducks were born to hockey. They only play it. Um, but yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Stay frosty, everyone. Here come the Mighty Ducks. Fight for the Mighty Ducks. Time to rock and roll.